guys, I'm Kalila Reynolds and it's that time again. It's Money Mondays brought to you in partnership with Proven Wealth. As if the summer couldn't get any hotter, there's another IPO in the mix. The highly anticipated IPO for advertising and production company The Lab opens on Wednesday, July 15. The prospectus is out now and applications are already being accepted. It's first come, first serve, and only 50 million shares are being made available to the public. So if you want in on this IPO, you better do it now. Wednesday might just be too late. Now you guys will remember that I interviewed The Lab's CEO Kimala Bennett and Chief Strategist Randy Rowe about a month ago and they were telling me all about their vision for the company. You can check out that interview on the Money Mondays playlist on my YouTube channel or on IGTV. So there are lots of details in the prospectus that Kimala and Randy weren't privy to share with me back then for legal reasons. Let's start with the details of the offer. They're selling 20% of the company for $189 million or about 1.4 million US. They've priced it at a dollar a share, so they're selling 189 million shares. A dollar seems to be the magic number these days, huh? But here's the catch. Only 50 million of the shares are being made available to the public. That's about 5% of the company. The other 139 million shares, they're all reserved. 50 million for lead broker NCB Capital Markets, 85 million for key partners, 2 million for industry partners, and 1.6 million for employees. So there's very limited space for public participation. If you think about it, all they really need is 50 people with a million dollars, or 500 people with $100,000. For a company like this, I see this IPO being fully subscribed very quickly, and you'll understand why when I break down the financials in just a few. But first, let me tell you some more about the company, who they are, and what they do. By the way, the LAB, L-A-B, is actually an acronym for the company's official name, the Limners and Bards Limited. A Limner is a painter, and a Bard is like a performance poet. Think Shakespeare, uh, old-time spoken word. So these are creative people. The, perspective, the prospectus describes the company as a multiple award-winning advertising agency and production company. They've been around since 2009, and they now have 24 full-time employees, plus about 100 contracted workers and freelancers. Their client list is pretty impressive. Grace Kennedy, Digicel, JPS, NCB, and many others. You definitely recognize their work on TV, the Fleary Mackerel campaign for Grace Kennedy, NCB Capital Quest, among others. They've also been involved in several international productions shot in Jamaica, such as Rihanna's Man Down music video and Nick Cannon's feature film King of the Dance Hall. So a very wide repertoire. Now, let's talk money. And this is where it gets impressive. They've grown this company from $3 million in net profit in 2013 to $62 million last year. That's in just five years. Keep in mind, last year's $62 million net profit is after tax. They paid $14 million in taxes last year. Once they list on the junior market, they'll be eligible to pay no corporate income tax for the first five years. If you look at their charts, you'll see consistent and significant growth, except in 2017 when they made a $3 million loss. But that year was an exception. 
According to the prospectus, they had lower revenues and higher administrative costs that year due to a strategic reorganization of the team. But they say these benefits of these changes are evident in the performance the following year when net profits soared from about $22 million in 2016 to $62 million in 2018. In terms of liabilities, they have a $41 million mortgage for their current location at Blaze Industrial Park, where CVM is, and a $9 million car loan. So all in all, this is a very successful company on a growth path, and they see many exciting opportunities for even further expansion, which is why they're asking for our money. Now, what do they want to do with $182 million? They're not very specific in the prospectus, like $10 million for this, $20 million for that. The big item appears to be the acquisition of another unnamed company. They say the owners have indicated they're amenable to a sale. Negotiations and due diligence are ongoing. They also expect growth based on the improving economy and business environment in Jamaica. They plan to build out a public relations arm and strengthen their digital arm by offering social media management and web development. And here's another big one. They plan to expand regionally and internationally. They intend to enter the regional markets this year and the U.S. market by 2021. In fact, their objective is to have regional and international clients account for at least 25% of revenue by the end of 2021. Now, I had asked Himala and Randy about these opportunities in our interview a few weeks ago, and this is what they said. You know, people say Jamaica is small. We have a limited number, a limited audience, limited number of clients, all fighting for the same clients. What's the potential that you see for growth in this industry? It's huge. Because, I mean, if you think about it, we, we're only operating in, in Jamaica right now. And a lot of our clients are global clients or, or they have global aspirations. So the goal is to grow with our clients. Exactly right. To grow with our clients, to be able to retain them. Um, and that's a part of, you know, why we're, we're doing this. Mm -hmm. And also to look outside of Jamaica. And when you think of even doing work even outside of the region, because we are exposed to the U.S. way of doing things. Mm -hmm. So my creative team can produce for a U.S. company mm. because of social media, because of the internet. So that's where you have your eye next? Absolutely. The region, region, for sure. On that, but, on that international market? But sure. we're not letting go of the local market. The local market itself is still strong. Right. You're eyeing a global market because mm -hmm. we mm -hmm. do live in a globalized mm -hmm. world. Mm -hmm. You're competing against all the global firms as well. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's, it's that's, tough. Yeah, that's, but we, we know what we're doing because we, we, we aren't having been in the global space. I also know where we will lie. I mean, I'm not going to say it here, obviously, mm -hmm. but I, I know exactly where we will. What's we will your fall. vision for the lab in five years? Well, we're definitely number one in the region and recognized internationally. So yeah, these are the opportunities that the company is banking on. They want to take advantage of lower labor costs in Jamaica, plus the geographical proximity to the U.S., while still delivering first world quality production. By the way, their dividend policy is for an annual dividend of up to 25% of annual profits after tax. 
Now let's look at their corporate structure. Another important thing to consider. Who's running this company? I told you already, Kimala Bennett is the founder, CEO, and also executive director, or an executive director. Her background is in film and business. They also have a brand new board with some very recognizable names. Stephen Gooden, he's the CEO of NCB Capital Markets, is a non-executive director. Businessman Douglas Lindo is on the board. Attorney Rochelle Cameron veteran filmmaker Maxine Walters, musician Michael Bennett, and general manager Tashara Lee Johnson. So a good mix of business, legal, and creative people. And the JSC has actually weighed the junior market requirement to appoint a mentor because of the vast experience and skills of the board. So what are the risks to investing in this company? Well, there's the usual macroeconomic risk. If Jamaica's economic recovery doesn't continue as expected, there might not be that demand for additional services that they're projecting. Also, if for some reason, the company's relationship with any of its major clients is disrupted or terminated, that could have a big impact on their bottom line if they don't find new clients. One of the risks that actually caught my eye, though, was about the limited number of persons with the requisite skills, knowledge, and experience in Jamaica. Now, this is a serious issue that I know many of the BPOs are also struggling with. You know, the call centers, they're trying to expand into knowledge processing, outsourcing, KPO, stuff like accounting and other back-end work. The lab, though, is the epitome of what they're now calling the orange economy, the creative economy, which is one of the areas being tapped globally for exponential growth. As automation takes over more and more jobs, there's going to be more demand for creative products and creative people who can do things that a computer can't do. A computer can't design an ad campaign or make a movie or act or sing beautifully anyway. Anyway, so that's the overview of the offer for the Limners and Bards Limited, better known as The Lab. The offer opens on Wednesday, July 17. It's scheduled to close on July 31, but don't count on that. The share price is just one Jamaican dollar. That's less than a penny US, 0.75 cents actually. And of course, this overview is not to be taken as investment advice. For that, contact a licensed broker. You can DM me for a contact if you need one. And watch Money Mondays, how to invest on the Jamaica Stock Exchange for ideas on how to get started. That's it for this edition of this week's edition of Money Mondays, brought to you in partnership with Proven Wealth. I'm Kalila Reynolds. Make sure to follow on Instagram, subscribe on YouTube, and share this video with a friend. Pass on the knowledge. See you next week.